Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Sewing Journey. I'm your host, Carla Menendez, and today we'll be talking about why you should document your makes in what is commonly known as a sewing journal. Let's get started. Okay, so I have been a little MIA after just recording my second episode, but let me tell you, virtual teaching is a lot of work. Even though I'm working from home, there's just a lot more to do. Every time I said, you know, time to record, along came a Zoom meeting or some new paperwork that I needed to fill out, and the work just seems endless. And the recording just kept being pushed back and pushed time, kept being pushed back time and time again until today. But here we are. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that fall is finally here, and I have yet to make my first fall winter garment because, well, life. <laughs> But I did make a twaddle with a $2 um, bed sheet from a thrift store. So that's progress. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe we'll be done in the actual fabric before I upload the next episode. So we'll see. But let's get on to documenting um, our sew sewing journey. So let me tell you what this is all about. I have been sewing for around 10 years. And I have not, I repeat, I have not documented anything until now and I realized what a huge mistake that was and I wonder why I didn't think of this ever I came across sewing journaling through Instagram which is why I love Instagram and yeah I made some notes here and there on my pattern book on notebooks on papers that I ended up losing but never did I document the way I'm documenting now and here are my main reasons why you should document your sewing journey and number one is to have a visual of your progress. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like to see the progress I've made over the years in pictures, and I don't even have that many of them. I love seeing pictures of the different spaces that I've had over time. Some of them I have even shared on, on my Instagram, but also to see how your style has evolved, how your sewing skills have improved, and it all just makes for a wonderful visual timeline of your work. Rarely, someone will come in into your sewing space right they, whether you have a little nook a room or just the corner you know in your bedroom like I have right now um but you know rarely someone is just gonna pop in and take a picture of you picture of you you know just working doing your thing so I want you to do that for yourself you know just set up the timer on your phone and and just sit in front of your in front of your machine to work and and snap that picture because to this day, there is one picture of me that brings so many emotions in. That is a picture of me sewing in my room back in Puerto Rico. It's, it brings so many good memories. And so just do that for yourself. You're not going to regret it, especially if, you know, years down the road, you end up building a business. You really want to look back at how it all started. And, and those pictures are going to be really, really meaningful to you. My second reason for you to document your sewing journey is to track your sewing productivity, mistakes, and skills. Now listen, if I can't even remember what I ate yesterday, okay, how am I going to remember what alterations I made to what pattern if I don't write things out? I'm sure, and I hope, I'm not the only forgetful one, right? I'm sure there's many people out there, forgetful people that understand the struggle, okay? And I hope you can relate because you can document like how many inches you took off from a certain pattern because it was too wide on you or what mistake did you make that caused you a lot, a lot of trouble and you want to make sure you don't do that again, right? 
You can document what new skill did you learn and what tips you should remember in case you go back to that pattern. You should write down the pattern information, the size that you picked, the type of fabric that you used, and where you bought it. That one is really important because sometimes you want to go back and you love the fabric, but there's just, if you don't remember the store, you don't have the item number, so you can reorder it. It can be a little difficult to, to find that fabric, that specific fabric. You should write down how much yard is you used, how much time did you spend creating that piece, and, and what did you like the most. Let me give you an example. If you own a serger, you know that it can be a little tricky to get that perfect rolled hem on a specific fabric. You have to play around with the tension until you get it just right. What happens is you move on to another project that requires a different tension. And when you go back to that tricky fab fabric, you kind of have to play around with the tension again until you get it just right. Well, I bought this gorgeous royal blue mesh fabric. And I had the hardest time um, getting that perfect rolled hem. So when I finally got the right setting, I took a strip of the fabric and I did the rolled hem on it. And I kept it as a sample on my sewing journal. And I wrote down the exact number combination of the tension knobs and the differential feed and all the mumbo jumbo that the serger has, you know. That way, whenever I want to work with that fabric again, I already know the settings and I will get that perfect rolled each time that perfect rolled hem and you know it just saves a lot of time trust me it, it it just becomes your reference book another thing that I do on my journal is that I make myself little instructional drawings with arrows and little notes if the part requires a lot of steps that I might forget especially if it's, if it's one of those things that I change the design or made an alteration and I want to make sure I write myself these instructions with illustrations so that I can refer back to it um, and always get the same results. Now my third reason for documenting your sewing journey is to plan and organize your project because believe it or not many people don't take this step and, and don't go through this what I call it a magical process but you know I'm speaking for myself you know, as a person who used to sew a lot of impractical things that did not fit in my lifestyle, I have to say that planning your sewing projects makes you more intentional and it makes you aware of your needs. In my case, for example, I kept making dresses because back in Puerto Rico, I used to wear a lot of dresses. But I have a different lifestyle now. And I noticed that, you know, in this process of planning my sewing, um, that I was in desperate need of pants. And pants is something that I've always drifted away from. Actually, I can't even recall sewing myself a pair of pants at all. <laughs> I recently made some knit shorts, but dress pants or work pants, you know, the actual pants that I need for my life? No. And that is a gap that I noticed through this journaling process, you know, because it, the whole process just kind of slows down your line of thought. And there's just something different about just laying things on paper. Maybe home sewers don't do this, but designers actually go through this process. And this is just what they do. This is what they're trained to do. Basically, you know, it all starts with a mood board, inspiration, sketches, then fabric sourcing. And, and there's a really long process of really digging into, into the subject before the garment is actually made. And with good reason, you know, we can have this same approach to creating our own wardrobe, you know, to create 
our closet and, and really dive into our style and, and make outfits that are focused on good quality and truly represent who you are. But going forward, you know, now that I've shared my three reasons as to why you should document your sewing journey, let's move on to the how and, and share with you some resources and, and things that I have tried. Mm, the first one, you can definitely do it, you know, the designer way. Create a digital mood board using Pinterest, of course. That's probably the easiest way. For example, um, gather images that inspire you and, and just create a color story. You know, this is specifically helpful, helpful, I'm sorry, when you want to create a whole collection and you want it to be cohesive or you want it to tell a story. You can dedicate a whole sketchbook and go all crafty and glue pictures from magazines, you know, things that inspire you at the moment, write down quotes, poems, I mean, anything goes, you know, it's it's your journal for, you know, go for a thorough process like this and um, it's, it's really going to be worth your time. And, you know, I, I have mentioned this before, you should definitely follow the Seamwork Design Your Wardrobe process because they will walk you through every step of the way. And it's 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 super interesting. I definitely recommend it. In a more simpler way, let's talk about bullet journal. Now, I love bullet journals. Um, I do not own one yet because I like to finish one thing before I start the other. And since my current journal is not finished, I'm just not gonna buy another one. That's that's just me. Um, but I absolutely love what you can do with bullet journaling. You definitely have to look it up. Um, that's just me, but bullet journals are amazing to start documenting your sewing journey. This way, you you design your own layout, and you can be as simple as you want. And some people really go all out and create these gorgeous spreads with amazing lettering and colors and swatches, and and it's, it's just beautiful. When you go on Instagram, definitely follow the hashtag sewing journal. And you will see tons and tons of ideas and different ways of people, you know, documenting their sewing journey. And this is actually how I came across um, sewing journaling. And, and and I saw this picture of her name is, it's her Instagram is at Scarlet Stitch Online. And let me tell you, I was blown away by her pictures. She's creating a capsule wardrobe and, and she drew this like... I guess I would describe it as like a banner at the top of the page where she had little circles with the colors that she wants and, and below that she had her mood board with swatches with pictures and even little you know cutouts of, of flat designs and on the next page she titled it wardrobe staples and, and it was divided into categories like outwear, dresses, top skirts. I mean, you name it. Everything was so organized and it was in these little tables and I mean it was just beautiful to look at. Um, I commented on her Instagram. I said, oh my goodness, this is a great example. I'm going to use it for my podcast. Um, and I would love, personally, I would love to attempt to do something like that. She definitely inspired me. I'm, I'm a little more simple in my process, um, but that is definitely inspiring. So I want you to look her up again. Her name is at Scarlet Stitch Online, and she's a great example on how to organize and plan your sewing. Now, another way of doing this is by simply getting a sewing planner. <laughs> I had no idea you could buy a sewing planner. I bought mine. I don't know how many years ago, but I know I bought it here in Texas and I've been here in Texas five, five years. So it's somewhere along those nine years, right? 
Um, and I only started using it this year because I always thought it was just so beautiful. I didn't even, I didn't even want to use it. I didn't even know where to start in it. And I know that sounds so silly, but I mean, that's, that's just how I felt until one day I said, today's the day. And I started using it. Um, my sewing planner is by Colette. It's an indie pattern company that, which has great patterns, by the way. And I am so sorry to say that they no longer have it, but, um, if you head over to my Instagram, which is at Carla underscore Menendez 01, I have a picture of it so you can see. But, you know, worry not because Seamwork has a printable version. And I have that one, too. I've tried that one, too. I, I printed out a copy. Um, I took it to, I think it was Office Depot, and, and I had it binded, and I just absolutely love it. Um, another resource, so DIY has a printable planner too for only seven dollars and the fold line has a super cute bullet journal template that you can download that one's free and you know i will have linked to all of this on the show notes so so don't worry so aside from having these um sewing planners i have two sewing journals which are basically just uh two sketchbooks a big one and a small one and they are both hard covered you know those art sketch sketchbooks that you would find at um, Michael's and those are my very artsy journals and I just everything that inspires me doesn't it doesn't it's not so much planning it's just more artful and one of them I have it to just you know sometimes I just want to let out all of my thoughts and all of my ideas and all of my creative mess and I put it in that one journal you know there's paintings in there I even you know glued down lace and you know wrote down a little quote and everything because sometimes you just have so many ideas you can't just drop them all down on a piece of paper and it's just I just feel like I need to have a place where I can lay down all the creative mess that goes on in my head and just put everything down there. And then I can look back to that journal and go like, oh, you know, I like this. Oh, I think I'm onto something here. Oh, you know, I see I, I see a pattern. I, I, I'm inspired by this uh, during this time. And, and then, you know, two months later, there's this picture. Oh, you know, I think I'm onto something here. So it's just very disorganized, very artistic it's just like my idea dumpster if that makes sense <laughs> and if you need that definitely go for it you know it's it's wonderful to have that um messy place where you can just keep it messy and 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 it's okay just dump all of your ideas in there and then just have that more structured journal that's just my way of doing it because i love journals um now I started, you know, doing the sewing journals, but many years before that, I just had my, my life journals, you know, I, I, I just started documenting things that, that happened to me, and, and I've had, like, three books of my life, basically, yeah, I think I have, like, three journals where I just wrote everything, but anyway, going back to the, the sewing journals, it's, it's just a really wonderful thing to have and there's so many ideas out there to just put your thoughts together and it's I'm telling you it's really going to help you and, and it's just an amazing process <laughs> I started rambling there a little bit about my process and and that's precisely why I need a sewing journal to just um dump you know random thoughts and ideas because that's that's just how my mind works you know it's scattered um, and it just, it works like that. 
And on top of that, you guys, I barely have time. <laughs> I know I say this a lot, but it's, it's so true. That's why it took me so long to even record this podcast, because even though my subject and topics were ready, I have a two-year-old that, you know, demands a lot of attention. And by the end of the day, I'm so drained. I go straight to bed and not even coffee holds me up. Sometimes I just need somewhere where I can deposit my ideas that I can, you know, refer back to later when I have the time and keep myself on track. But anyways, um, I focused a lot on documenting your sewing journey with pen and paper, right? The traditional way. But many people are blocking as a way of documenting their makes. That's one of the reasons why I started my blog, actually. If you didn't know I have a blog, is www.carlamenendez.com. And while I currently only have tutorials and transcriptions of this podcast, I have some upcoming blog posts about my makes. Um, most people use WordPress to make their blogs. I per, I'm, I'm personally not a fan because there's just a learning curve there that I don't currently have the time for. So I just use Wix and I have also used Squarespace. But I have to say, their blogging tools are very, very basic and limited. There's, there's really not much you can do. WordPress is ideal for blogging. You have much more control, and I would love to move to WordPress eventually if I ever have enough time. But for right now, as I squeeze time, you know, to do a thing here and there when my son sleeps or after I finish my work from the school, it's a no for me for now. So let's recap, shall we? I give you three reasons why I think you should document your sewing journey, and those were number one, to have a visual of your progress you know take pictures make a blog use instagram make your own hashtag whatever works for you right number two to track your sewing productivity mistakes and skills and number three to plan and organize your project also follow hashtag sewing journal for inspiration and check out the account of at scarlet stitch online to check out her beautiful sewing journal now we have reached the end of this episode, and I just want to know about you. What is your creative process? Do you document it? How do you document it? Leave your comments on Instagram, and I will see you next time. Happy sewing!